0: We all have a creative part of our brain, whether we use it or not. For generating new ideas, problem solving, and just viewing ourselves in this world, I am Ricky McGeckran, an artist living in Chicago, and I am eager to know and share with you all how people of a creative leaning have brought this way of thinking to the forefront and how it has shifted outcomes. How would you describe your artwork? Mostly figurative.
1: Um, I portray figures in all my pieces. Um, I generally tend to uh, currently do nothing but uh, male figures. I do have done actually it's liberating to do a, a female for a change. Um, so I it's very representational, very figurative shapes of people. You know, I I try to make sure that. My models are not in classical poses as much as possible. I try to get them, you know, something a little bit different. So, yeah,
0: do you work with models for everything?
1: Yes. Um, I usually take photos. I'm a photo reference artist, so I don't use live models just because the technique and the way I go about art would take too long and I they'd be bored out of tears. Okay, mine, <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> okay. So, did you do a lot of figure drawing in uh, when you studied art?
1: Yes, yes. Um, once I got to college, I was all almost all of my drawing and painting classes are all figurative classes. Doesn't mean I'm a great figurative
0: artist, but it just it's my passion. I love it. So, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I've talked about this on another podcast. That figure drawing is uh, it's so interesting because you don't have to be an artist or a trained art teacher to know if your proportions are off. Your brain automatically registers it. So it's kind of handy that you kind of have a built-in art teacher when you're doing figure drawing. Um, I just had this conversation
1: today with someone. Um, I am trying to finish up a piece I started a couple months ago, and and I basically said to my friend who's an artist, and I said, um, You don't have to be technically perfect with the lines and show everything perfectly. You have to have your proportions right. Yeah. Because our minds can tell when the proportions are off. And once they're off, that's all you're going to focus on. That's all you see. Whereas, if
0: is if the landscape and that mountain is a little off, and that tree branch is a little off, your brain will not register that. But if the like you said, if the proportion is off on a figure, that's all people are going to see, and it's going to be distracting.
1: And it's not just for humans; it's animals too. We know when it's off, you know. So you know, we've all seen um, people doing or children doing pictures of their pet dog, and mm-hmm. you're looking, going, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> the head's too tiny, the butt, you know, whatever. So, you know, it happens. So, But we know it. We just instinctively know when something's off.
0: So. Okay. So what is it about the human figure that, um, I, I guess like isn't the word I'm using, but like, why is that something that you incorporate into your artwork?
1: I think the human... I incorporate the human figure because there is we're my favorite line is that we are perfectly imperfect. So a human figure is perfectly imperfect. They will never we all don't look alike. Mm -hmm. We were not as symmetrical as you think we are. Mm -hmm. Um, There's differences in each one of our bodies. So there's just it's it's fascinating to me just to look at different um, people and um, the my last model I took pictures of, I didn't realize this. I was wondering why I was having a problem with his arms. Not a big problem, but kind of a problem until we went to the gym together. And I realized that his upper arm is much shorter than his forearm. And I was like, oh, that's why it's, that's why I was having problems with the proportions Uh, on it because it didn't seem right to me because I'm comparing it to me. My, 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 bones are almost the same length so he was doing a curl with a uh, with dumbbell and he said oh it should be touching right here i'm like going no it's touching <laughs> at the top not the bottom right. and i looked at his arm so so that's that's part of it um i also like the um i like the shadows onto a body i like the colors of the flesh there's a lot of interesting things going on with figures um um, one day I'll probably translate that into something else. But um, but I just like the way, and figures can bend in ways that don't look natural, back to the perspective issue. But you can put someone in a position, and you look at them going, well, how the hell did that happen? Well, it was an everyday position. But if you take, you look at it a different angle, and you go, oh, what the hell,
0: you know? Yeah. So would you say that the uniqueness and the the things that are different about individuals is what you like to focus on Mm -hmm. as opposed to like when you go to like Florence, Italy and you look at all of this sculpture and photographs, like everyone is like these perfect chiseled bodies. Um, It sounds like that's not the type of thing that you're looking to capture. You're Mm -hmm. looking to capture.
1: And no, And most of those chiseled perfect bodies were supposed to represent God. So they're supposed to be idealized. Mm -hmm. And I don't do, I, I don't want to do idealized beauty in figurative art. I want, regular people. I don't want I I'm actually kind of against having uh, models that are gym bunnies because I don't want that. I want I want people to feel at ease when they look at my look at my pieces, they can go, oh, they're not perfect. They're just like me. So they can feel more comfortable about themselves. Um I've been trying to get other people to model for me and it's you know a lot of them go, oh, I don't have a body for it. And I go, you see these paintings that you've seen of mine? Yeah. That's mine, mine, me, me, me. These are all me. Now I have my face covered because I didn't have any models at the time, so it didn't look like the same person. Yeah but my body's not perfect. So, you know, you know, so it gets encourages. I try to encourage people to be to be okay with their bodies. And I want people to look at other people and just say,
0: Well, oh, okay, this is there's beauty in
1: everyone. Yeah. Uh,
0: so how does your audience respond to that when they're looking at those types of models? I'm not,
1: I'm not too sure. When I had the opening of the figurative pieces that you're more familiar with, um, I didn't have a chance to really talk to people I didn't already know to see how they responded. Um, unfortunately in opening, you have a lot of people that already know you and they tend to know who the other people are. So um, it's hard to to get judged that in a big way. Um, I've I've had a little bit of blowback that the figures were not perfect enough. Um, Blowback meaning what? Meaning Meaning that they, you know, really wanted to see something more buff or something a little bit more, um, wanted to have something a little bit more, you know, Chiseled body, so um, but not much, it wasn't too much about you know, but most of the time, what I've gotten from places I post and um, Instagram and with other artists that I don't see on a regular basis or um, or in the same locale, they generally like the fact that these are normal people, they're not.
0: It's interesting that you mentioned feedback from people that either you're friends with, other artists, or people that are familiar with your work. Because I think that getting feedback from strangers is, I find that super, super important. Um, people that aren't familiar, don't know you, are, aren't are familiar with your work. I think that that's um, a very interesting, powerful perspective. But the problem is is trying
1: to get them actually to have a, uh, a full sentence opinion about it. I don't get enough of it. I usually get, oh, that's very good or, you know, the proverbial like, and I've actually asked people, I'm just like, so what about this piece? I'm trying to learn a language to get people more involved, even other artists to give feedback. And a lot of artists, we don't give each other feedback in the way you might be able to, because you're, where you're located at, but I, you know, I work by myself.
0: So, this country is filled with art (laughs) and how do you think we can get people to pay attention to that and to consume it I feel like there's I know I'm an oil painter and all of my artwork you know each piece is an individual piece and there will never be another piece like that it's the only one in the universe is what I try to tell people and um you know most of what we consume is like mass produced mm-hmm. whereas art is not how do you think that we can get people to appreciate that more
1: i i generally think that we should be showing people what the process is um the process I, of
0: creating yeah okay
1: um i think showing people there is actually a process to it there's creativity there's work to it it doesn't it doesn't doesn't automatically print out of a printer um i think that a lot of people are so lost in instant anything with their phones uh, you know filters and taking photos they don't really realize that there's a process of of visual um performance um art that just there's a, much more to it um
0: is that something that you do with your art? Do you share the process with I, people? Yeah, yeah. I huh.
1: usually take, uh, usually it's, um, I take photos of the whole process. Um, whether I remember the post them all is a whole different story, um, but I do take photos. I do take photos of each stage um, as much as possible. Um, sometimes my photos don't show much because it's such minute um, changes, but I try to. Um I'm thinking about going back into doing some, trying to do some videos of me working. Um, I actually find I've asked other people, and I like when I see people doing work, wa- watching them work, whether it's time-lapsed or in real time. It's it's quite interesting to see how people work. Um, yeah, I've,
0: I've, I've people have suggested that I do a time-lapse situation on my stuff i'm a little bit hesitant but uh quite a few people have
1: suggested that i that i do that well the problem with time lapse anything else is, is you know, do you start getting worried about you going to wear the same clothes does it you know does that make a distraction of the video because you know you're painting an oil painting and how long do you take for your paintings
0: yeah, well, it's it's less about the hours, it's more about the um, the number of days. Yeah. Because you have to wait a day between each mm-hmm. layer so that has to dry. So I would definitely Well, I wear the same outfit every day painting, so that would not be an that would not be an issue. I have a I have the same outfit that I put on in the studio and we also don't have to worry about my changing hairstyles. <laughs> so what do you think about <laughs> what do you think about getting people creating more creating more art and how can we get people to engage in their own creativity and producing artwork
1: I think as artists I think we should take the initiative and just invite friends over who are not artists and um, try to just say hey we're going to have a painting party it doesn't have to be a you know uh, all these places have popped up so you can just you know bring a ball of wine get snockered and while you paint oh, i'm thinking yeah. i'm thinking it doesn't have to be painting it'd be all types of different things to be collage i mean collage is one of the easiest things to get people involved with art okay
0: so what do you mean like magazines and stuff like that
1: magazines are just good old-fashioned construction paper and cut out shapes so it doesn't have to be, I think most people overcomplicate.
0: Have you ever done this? What? A, a, a construction party a collage?
1: Um, I've been, construction to, I've paper
0: been, pa- collage party.
1: Um, uh, no, I have not. It just came to me right now. That would be actually a great idea. Cause I remember as a kid, it was actually a great way for kids, summer camps, that type of stuff to do things. It was just, um, why not do it as adults? You know, um, I have not done that. I've actually, I've usually, I tend to have, I'll have people over with um, large sketchbook pads and just throw colors out, you know, pastels out in front of them and go, go for it.
0: Well, I do think having a creative element to a gathering is a great, it's a great thing to do. I used to do a apple pie bake-off when I lived in Boston and it was a, contest where I would provide all of the ingredients required to make a two crust apple pie and then we would have a rating and judging and the whole thing with a big prize at the end and it was a creative exercise although it's baking which is kind of technical but it definitely made the dynamic between the individuals really fun because there was a common topic that you could discuss with people and I've done the same thing with a cookie decorating party where you make sugar cookies that are cutouts and you have all of the different colors of frosting. And, and you see,
1: and that's a good creative way because it just popped in my head because Easter's coming up. Why not have people dye and paint Easter eggs? Yeah. Um, why not? You know, I mean, actually I have enough time. I might be able to. Um, I used to do, friends of mine, we used to give each other decorative we'd blow out the yolks and we'd actually be permanent Easter eggs. And I actually have people coming out for Easter. Maybe that's all I'll do is I'll have a whole bunch of them while we're waiting.
0: Well, I'm going to be following your social media accounts to see what (laughs) if you do this. So wait, let's talk about So for egg decorating, (laughs) do you have to blow out the, the yolk inside or can you just, did you want a permanent egg or did you just want one? I mean, it's just up
1: to you. It's so
0: if you blow the insides out, you can keep it forever
1: Mm
0: mm-hmm oh okay
1: yeah you've never seen the ostrich eggs at the
0: field museum or Uh, whatever museum i I don't know i guess i have i guess i hadn't really thought about it too much (laughs) but um but getting back to the painting places that serve wine Mm -hmm. i want to do it but it's marijuana based and it's called token stroke oh well so it's smoking pot and painting So, but that's another whole topic. Yeah, and that
1: would put me into, um, I have issues with one of the compounds that's usually most marijuana, unless it's medical grade, and it makes me paranoid. So no, it's not something I would want to do. Well, I wouldn't do
0: it either, because I'm not, I don't do any of that. Can you give listeners a couple tips or ideas of how they can um, access the creative part of their mind or be more creative? Um, if they want to be creative
1: um, and this is something they want to do because I don't like the idea of forcing people to be creative um, is that just keep it simple basics get a magazine if you can find a magazine um, you know cut out collages it doesn't don't have to overcomplicate it it could be it could be as simple as decorating sugar cookies Okay, um, but but just don't don't um, restrict yourself to oh it has to be this or it has to be that. Just just try something, make a shape. You know, play with a shape. You know, better yet, get some silly putty and make a shape. You know, it doesn't just explore because not everything's going to be what you're comfortable or want to do or you feel inspired. But find something. Um, you know, it could be just ink drops on, on paper, just something just to try, figure out what you like doing and explore it. And also sometimes just channel back to what you like doing as a kid, because as, as we are trained and conditioned to move away from art into, um, or move away from creativity to fit, um, uh, define roles in life. Go back to what you liked doing as a kid and explore that again.
0: I think that is great advice. Okay. Well, thank you very much. This has been nice talking to you and spending time with you here. Can you let people know where they can learn more about you and your artwork?
1: You can find me um, under Otter Art Studio um, or Ted Solinger. Generally, I will not show up everywhere. Uh, website, Instagram, and Facebook, and a tr- uh, Tumblr account and and Twitter. So okay, great. yeah, so I'm I try to be easy to find.
0: Good. well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. My name is Ricky McGechran, and you have been listening to Eager to Know the Podcast. If you haven't already, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another eager to know podcast.